Authentic Life with Josiah Ball. Hey there, guys. Welcome to a bonus episode of Your Authentic Life. Uh, I, the reason we are releasing this episode uh, today is because we want to uh, talk about an event called Make Heaven Crowded. Uh, Crystal talks a little bit about it in the podcast. It's kind of the main thing. And uh, I wanted to release this because uh, by Friday, we want to be able to give away one ticket to anybody who wants to go to this concert and uh, conference concert event. Uh, you'll hear Crystal talk about it. Uh, uh, that's not really a concert. It's an event. It's a thing happening. But uh, basically... Here we go. We got Mary Ann J. George from Maverick City leading worship. Ryan Horton worship and like no other uh, is also going to be there. We're giving away one ticket. Uh, you need to be following the Make Heaven Crowded 2023 on Instagram and be following Your Authentic Life Pod. Uh, I believe there. If you um, at the end of this episode, we are going to have a ten dollar off code for you. So stay tuned to the end of the episode if you need if you want ten dollars off your ticket. But we are giving away a free ticket uh, if you share this on your story. You have to be uh, you have to be a page that's not blocked so we can see it. You have to tag us and you have to be following each of our uh, accounts as well if you want to receive a free ticket. Uh, but stay tuned to the end of the episode for that code. And yeah, he, listen to this interview with Crystal Bartlett and go and follow those pages right now. Thanks. I'm focused now. You're good. I'm focused now. Perfect. <clears throat> Focus. <clears throat> hey, everybody. Go ahead. Ready? One, two... Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Your Authentic Life. My name is Josiah. I am the host and founder of Authentic You Ministries and the podcast itself. Uh, today, I have a dear friend on the podcast. Uh, named, her name is Crystal Bartlett, aka Aunt Crystal. That's what most people go by uh, her as, uh, call her. She is currently the children's coordinator at Elam Life Church in Lima, New York. Alongside that, she also helps Elam Fellowship with their short-term missions uh the go team leader welcome to the podcast crystal finally oh, thank you josiah finally we've been working on finally. this for a year we always see each other at different things and now we're here a year or so later so year or so later we said we wanted to do this forever ago, and here we are now right here we are so what's What's new? What's going on in Crystal's life? I know you got what? some things coming up and and honestly, this might be an earlier release than uh usually I release episodes on Fridays. So we might release this earlier so we can announce about your um the make heaven crowded uh event going Ooh, on. Yes, so, that'd be we'll awesome. See. Yeah. Yeah. So what's new? Um, there's like so many new things. I feel like I'm sitting in a season of like new experiences and like mm. new things like i am secretly i actually shouldn't say this one out loud i'm secretly doing something that's really cool um i've been currently just writing my childhood story you know i awesome. grew up in foster care i lived through all sorts of things and i'm just like in this season of life where my backstory is like i take care of my 
14 year old nephew. So he's been with me for the last four years. So since he was 10, I was 23 and I've just been learning how to be a parent. And he right now is in a program, um, somewhere. Um, and at that program, he's just been growing so much and learning so much about himself. And I'm like, I should really take this time to like document a lot that I've lived through and Mm. like, so many new things are happening in our lives. And so there's so many new things. You could ask me like in realm of work, like what's something new that I could tell you something new and crazy yeah. that's happening. And yeah. in life, there's crazy things happening. And so, yeah, there's so many new things. Yeah. I feel like you have your hands in so many, so many people's like things and ministries and stuff. And people just they're like, oh, we got Crystal on our team. And you know, it's going to be a, a good thing when Crystal's on the team from what I've seen and oh. uh, exciting and stuff. So uh, I think that's really cool that you have the, the, the bandwidth to be able to do all this stuff and focus on yourself as well, as difficult as that might be, that, that takes a lot of, uh, a lot. That just takes a lot. Well, that's that. Thank you very much. I think that that is how it looks from the outside. But if I can be really real and really authentic here with all of you today and you, Josiah, and just say like, I had to take this entire, the last like five or six months I've taken completely off from speaking publicly and doing certain things that I love to do, if whether that's outreach, whether that's so that I could take some like serious time to like reflect um, mm. on myself, but also just seek the Lord so fervently so that when King comes home from this program and um, as I step back into ministry, like last week I shared, I got to speak for the first time in five months, which is like wild wow. um, at Charles Finney. And it was just a simple message of the gospel, but it was so invigorating, so excited to be back. Um, and it just felt like like a new, like I was saying it, but I was also like feeling it so much deeper in all that I am. And I'm like, okay, I was terrified too. Like, I don't remember the last time I was nervous to speak in front of people. Yeah. Um, and so I'm super excited to kind of be um, coming back from that break and able to step back into life and ministry and things um just a little bit more refreshed yeah there's still how how did that how did that look with like your current positions at the church and with elam and um Mm. like did you put up the boundaries and like i know like putting up boundaries at church sometimes i know you have a fantastic pastor um so amazing uh but sometimes it's really difficult to put up certain boundaries and uh especially when it's your job amongst ministry, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as you said, I have the best leaders ever over here at Elam Life Church and at Elam Fellowship, aka your dad and, (laughs) um, my bosses, Alex and Jody Seidler, um, and serving on the leadership team at Elam Fellowship and then serving on our ministry staff here at the church. I think that they have been like secretly praying for me to take this type of rest, Mm. um, for the church. It didn't change a lot. Um, I try to spend a lot of times with our families at our church. I try to make time for dinners with families. If any families want to have dinner and I try to make meals for people and have my volunteers over and the different things. And I literally just couldn't do that. Right. I, my, the, the, the boundary was, it had to go up. It had to be that crystal had to have this time. Um, and also there really wasn't that much time when you remove all those things, um, you would think that there would be like a ton more time in my life and in my schedule, but, um, 
unless I like actively said, Hey, I'm doing this for right. these next two hours. Like it was at first it's just start. I just started wasting time. Like I was watching Netflix and I was like, um, putting in different like love projects, passion projects that I had in my heart to do like around my house. Like I did yeah. not need to organize certain things the way I organized them. I like reorganized King's closet. He's never going to care. I spent <laughs> hours doing that. And I was like, wait, Crystal, you could be writing yeah. right now. You could be praying right now. You could be spending time with the Lord. You could be spending time with friends. You could be refilling your cup. And so really it started with first, like setting a goal for that mm -hmm. time. Two, for Elam Fellowship, I had to, for my Elam side, my job is uh, a lot of care and a lot of like reaching out to churches and visiting churches and traveling a ton. Yeah. And uh, to not do that this summer was so hard, but my boss sure. was so proud. Everybody was so proud of me because I didn't think I could honestly do it. I planted a garden. I failed, but <laughs> I really didn't fail. I learned a lot. Yeah. Um, for next year. For next year, honestly. That's what my wife says. See, I learned for next year. Those things have to be weeded. I was about to say, do you guys have a garden over there? She had a, um, she tried to do, she, so she, she had seeds inside with a light and then she brought them outside and all the bunnies came after it. So it was like, like they, it was really cool. Like things are growing and all of a sudden <laughs> the foxes got in, you know, like, yo, tell her, I feel that on a deep level. I right. saw a deer one night, literally just sitting there eating my strawberries and yeah. i'm like you aren't even scared of me right now like <laughs> the boldness the right. courage right um but a lot of my backstory when i was growing up there were no such thing as boundaries mm. so like this idea of boundaries was very like nuanced to me um as i stepped into like the workforce yeah field ministry whatever it was um, cause even before I stepped into ministry and I was working like regular jobs, like I would do anything and everything for anyone, because that's just like, if you have the time, you got to give it like, like that's yeah. how I was raised. And so, um, growing up in Atlanta, Georgia and the South, like it was a lot of yes, ma'am. I don't remember saying no ma'am a lot mm -hmm. to my mom, to my aunts, my uncles, and then eventually going into foster care and just like wanting to people, please wanting to like my parents to want to keep me and to love yeah. me to like never get rid of me. I was like there in my head. I'm like, I always have to say yes to them or do whatever it is that they want me to do in order yeah. to be like them. And so like, once I gave my life to Jesus and, um, decided that I was going to walk with him, I was like, what does it even look like mm. for me to do that without doing anything? Yeah. Like, how do I just be his daughter? Mm. Um, so I feel like this last six months was like some of the first of times that I've ever had where I was like, okay, I'm just going to be the, I'm just going to be Jesus' daughter. Like, that's awesome. I'm not going to be defined by what I do, by my titles. I'm still going to be Aunt Crystal. I still have to take care of my child, my nephew, and, um, I still have to go to work. But yeah. when I come home at night, like, who am I going to be? Like, mm. not what am I going to do, but who am I going to be? Am I going to live out of being, God's daughter <laughs> or right. a lot of doing this thing for someone and it have only like seconds of endorphins of like, Oh, I did this really nice thing. Yeah. But like, because now I get to be, I'm going to do things with my father and it's going to yeah. be so much better. It's going to be way awesome. Better. Awesome. It's almost like the, you know, Martha and Mary story. Like you're, you're kind of been working around, you know, trying to impress, trying to make it the best for the King of Kings, the, 
the Messiah. And then all of a sudden he's like, what are you doing? Like called you twice by name and like, come, come sit at my feet. Like you're having that experience where Jesus is like, just be my daughter. That's really cool. I'm sure you relate to that story. I'm sure that's a huge part of it. I love that story so much because it's just like you, I'm a doer. I, mm-hmm. I'm just such a, like, I'm sitting here playing with this putty because I literally don't know how to sit still, still the same way. <laughs> and so like, um, the, I always thought it was like, Jesus, you're missing it. Like I, and that's where I'm like, wait, he's like telling her to stop what she's doing, even though she's doing it for, for so long. I thought you're missing it. Like she's trying to make it better for you. But like, actually, like I was missing it. He was actually mm. trying to make it better for her. He was trying to say that, like, I actually want nothing from you but you like yeah the world doesn't tell us that like that's not that's not something that we hear when we like excluding our jobs because we're supposed to be doing things but like that's not something that you typically hear walking into most homes around the world like you don't have to earn to words are hard what am I trying to say? The simple gospel is like, you don't have to earn the father's love. You yeah. have to believe with your heart that you have to believe in your heart that Jesus is the Lord. And then you have to confess with your mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then everything after that comes from you being his child, not exactly. doing things to be his child. Right. Um, and so I don't know. I'm super excited. Um, it's really hard to not like run a thousand miles now that I feel like I've been sitting at home, twiddling my thumbs. Right. Um, but it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm pumped for you. I'm pumped for, uh, all that's happening and it's going to be, it's going to be great. And so, you know, I was thinking today, I was like, how did Crystal and I met? Like, I know we met at Elam, but I feel like it was just like, you know, like you have those like relationships with people. There's, it was yeah, so like, organic. It was like, I don't even know like how that happened. How did, how you got to Elam or what, what it all looked like. Cause I was like, I, I just, I, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I have no idea how I met Crystal. It just kind of happened. I'm also, then I had like, you speak to I'm my youth group. <laughs> like, is that crazy? That is what it was when you were doing youth group at New Hope. Yeah. Is that how we met? I feel like we may have met before that. We definitely met before that because I invited you to come speak. So, had to have been saturated or something. It had to have been saturated. It had to have been saturated. Right. Or something. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, how did I meet Josiah? Yeah, exactly. It's weird. That's, Sometimes relationships weird, just like, happen organically. You have stories of how people, how you got to meet people, but I seriously can't think of how we came yeah. into each other's lives. Right. That's so wild. Were you married when I met you? I have no idea. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> Not to Abby. <laughs> Not to Abby. <laughs> Not to Abby. <laughs> uh, okay. So that, that's a dark, dark humor joke right there. <laughs> we, I can't help but laugh, but because we would cry if we didn't laugh. Okay. Right. So my random question for you is: if you could choose any enclosure at a zoo, if you could, if you only could choose one enclosure at a zoo, like you had to, there's no like abstaining from this. Um, what enclosure would you live in for one night? What enclosure would I live in for what penguins? One night at the zoo. Penguins. Penguins? Yeah. How are you not gonna freeze? Well, I mean, you 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 didn't say the specifics of it. You you yeah, know, am I is it my just like I mean I can wear 
an S, you know, like a, what's it called? What are you going like to say? A, SPO suit? Yeah, I was going to say that, <laughs> but it's 2023 and I'm going to get in trouble for that I was stuff. Say, I don't know if we can say Eskimo on the. I'm like, uh, <laughs> call me out here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could wear something to keep me warm. You could wear something to keep you warm. Really? Penguins? Why the penguins? You know, it was back in first grade. Um, <laughs> there was a huge penguin on our bathroom door at, um, you know, like first grade classrooms had their own bathrooms. Yeah, they did. So, the, so I remember it, it had a ruler next to it and said, this is how high a macaroni penguin can. It's weird the things we remember when we were little, how high a macaroni penguin could stand. And I was like, <laughs> it's funny. Cause I don't even know to this day how high they can stand. I should look it up. But as a first grader, knowing like my nephew is a first grader, how short he is. I'm like, I thought that penguin was so tall. I'm like, it's probably not as tall as I think it is today. But like but in so my brain, tall. in my brain right now, that penguin is humongous. And so that has nothing to do with the enclosement thing. But I've just always been fascinated with penguins since first grade. Wow. That makes me kind of want to give you a penguin stuffy. Mm. My dog will just eat it. That is he actually eat it. He what what he would do. My dog doesn't destroy things. He like holds them in his mouth, cuddles them, and like we even have a toy that is meant to be destroyed because has a toy on the inside, and he won't destroy it. Are you gonna cut it open? And give him the other toy. I don't know. I don't know if I should. We've had to throw away a couple toys because they get really nasty. Because that's how dogs is, and he gets really sad. So, yeah. And he gets sad, the dog. Yeah. It's like a, we had to make a funeral for each toy we had to throw that away. That is so... <laughs> okay, but you guys are dog people. You guys would do that for your dog. Yeah. I am a people person, and <laughs> I love animals because God created them. But I don't know if I'm a pet person. Mm. I don't know if I'm cut out for it. Like, King, when he gets home from this program, he wants a pet. Yeah, he's like riding horses and stuff, right? Like, yes, yeah, you posted some videos. I'm a cowboy. That is awesome. I'm a cowboy. He is, um, he is completely like in love with the farm and in love with the program. And this morning, I was on a call um with him because he still has his doctor here in New York State, and so we were zooming. Mm -hmm. his doctor's like so king how's your and she said something i was like is she asking him about the cats on the farm it's like the (laughs) fact that she knows the cats names that just shows you how great his doctor is but like just the kid this kid is in love with his horse his horse's name is dixie may him and her just best friends they do so much together he rides her that's awesome and he loves her so much but then he has a duck and actually a bunch of ducks and chickens and goats and all wow. sorts of animals at this program. So the the heart of the program is to do a lot of animal therapy. Like the boys don't know that. It, well, they do know because they're like, you're getting therapy through this animal. But like mm-hmm. the the um, they think of the chores as just chores, but they bond a lot with their horses and the other animals on the property. And they grow a lot of their own food and um my favorite part about this program is like they're pointing them towards Jesus at the same time, recognizing how awesome. therapy is. 
and how important like working through trauma is. And I don't, I don't know about you, but like when I was growing up, I like stuffed everything into the max because like therapy wasn't a thing. No. Um, Let alone animal. Weak if you take therapy, that's the thing. There exactly like that was the like whole narrative of it. And so um, getting King in my life and seeing that I could not be everything for him and knowing that mm-hmm. like he did something that was like he needed to talk to someone that wasn't me. So we got therapy while he was here in New York and his therapist here is a stinking rock star. She loves the Lord so much. She speaks life. Amazing. But like when we knew that he needed more, further programming and like not programming, like his brain needs to be reprogrammed, yeah. but like programming like services they um, recommended a bunch of places in New York state, but none of them like loved Jesus, like mm. or cared about like the kids beyond medicating them. And so I was like, we're not doing this. Um, and I had no clue what I was going to do. And then my grandpa called me and he told me about a dude ranch and um, how they just taken like no more than six boys. They have an amazing staff that does therapy that does and like animal therapy that does like zero based, like um, zero based. What's it called? It's not like a military school. So it's like, mm-hmm. a, it's very much um, a consequence, consequence based program where it's like yeah. natural consequence based program. That's what I'm supposed to say. So like the boys, so like say you, Josiah decided to take my shoes and throw them on the roof. Like, no one's going to come yell at you about throwing my shoes on the roof. Instead, the natural consequences of it is that boy is probably going to be upset with, like, I would be upset with you for throwing my shoes. And it might break our relationship a little bit. And so you would learn to ask me, like, hey, Crystal, how can I earn your trust back from doing this thing? And so they're building trust. They're building communication skills. They're talking, hey, here's your choices for making this Like when you do good things, there's good consequences. When you do bad things, there's bad consequences Um, or learning consequences, as they like to say. I like to say bad consequences because you don't do things and then good things happen. Mm -hmm. So definitely a learning consequences, uh, you know. Yeah, it's very I, a 2023 you. word. Like yeah. it sounds a little bit, not that I'm going to knock gentle parenting, but. Right. 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 What? What? But I don't know. My favorite part about coming back from Wyoming this week was just King is like, I've heard it so many times, like even on his doctor's appointment today, she's like, he looks so good. Like, yeah. And he recognizes how good he looks and how healthy and good he feels. He looks healthy from just the photos you've posted on your social media. I was like, wow, like the smiles, like everything. I mean, he's always had a great smile, but... He's always yeah. funny, but like, yeah. there's, there's definitely something about him. That's just like, just, just from the photos, you know, it doesn't, you know, there's, there's no hiding. Like something's like, wow, his demeanor and everything just from those photos is just like amazing. So it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. He, he said to me, he's like, I don't know the last time, like I have had like a panic attack or like anxiety or even like blown up with someone like because we were like it wasn't like king went to this program because um he was having a ton of behavioral issues it wasn't like he went because he was having a ton of like mental health issues anxiety and depression and those it was like there were a ton of both and we were no longer in a position where it felt like it was super safe Mm. for do anything like i went from 
like we, I couldn't get a sitter to do anything. I couldn't, like, I couldn't leave him to do anything. And so, and he knew that, like, it felt like he felt that. And so like him saying to himself and being like able to recognize, I don't remember the last time I thought about like any of the things that used to like consume me, you know, like Mm. it, it's just so refreshing, so exciting. Um, I love, I love the team there. They're like really sweet. There's like a 70 year old woman. Her name's Miss Janet. She cooks for him. I was really jealous because he wrote in one of his letters. He's like, Aunt Crystal, Miss Janet might be a better cook than you. And then I (laughs) I was like, dang, take it back. Right. But (laughs) that that, that hurts your heart right there. (laughs) That that cut deep. I'm like, what is happening? What is happening? So yeah, that's, that's a little bit of a, like a king king update i don't even know what we were talking about but i started randomly i don't yeah well it all started with you asking me which enclosement i would want to be in in the zoo so oh penguins yep see i think i'd want to try something wild like what if i could be in with like gorillas or Mm. and they not eat me or beat me that's the thing yeah i was thinking like and i didn't have much time to think about it but i was like penguins won't eat me it's gonna be cold but i can wear an Eskimo suit, whatever that's called. So whatever the PC the thing is, what's the term? Somebody write in the comments. I don't Tell even us think what the you term can is. get comments. I do offer Q and a on this thing, but. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, on the actual podcast, like people can go on Spotify and write, I have a question about this thing and I can see it. Nobody's done it yet, but well, somebody we might. They could this time around. This time around. This now time that, around. now that they know, I've never said it, but now that they know they could, they can go and do it. Um, so what, what is this event coming up? Um, I know you're like, well, how did it come about? So, and then Ooh. I know Dylan, um, so I kind of over like no other and stuff. And I, I, him and I've talked about getting him on the podcast at some point in this lifetime. Another one that's been a year in the, uh, making to be on the podcast, but, um, oh. yeah. When tell- I see him tonight, I'll tell him that because we are. We're just some of the busiest humans ever. And I'm sure. I, in my head, I'm like, yes, I'm going to have all this time and I'm going to be able to do this podcast and it's going to be awesome. And then you have like the meetings after meetings. And then, yeah. Like Mondays are meetings all day long. Tuesdays yeah. are meetings all day. So that's why when you texted me, you texted me at the right time, Josiah. Perfect. That's what that was. It was like, I was in the mood to get her done. Yeah. Um, but no, Dylan, yeah. So this, you're asking like, how did this benefit concert idea yeah. even come about? Yeah. Like, so I guess I don't have any context to it besides, hey, this is happening. Make heaven crowded. It looks really, really dope. Things are happening. And it's all, you know, for King, right? Or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. So like, so yeah, about it. what are we talking about? We're talking about so that we are, who are we? Crystal, these words are hard. You're going to have to spark because I'm just like a conundrum. So um, make him a crowd. Words are hard, yet you just used the word conundrum. So <laughs> <laughs> just, just uh, want to point that out. Exactly. Yeah. The Make Him a Crowned is a benefit concert that's going to be happening on October 14th, 2023. The Saturday. Um, on a Saturday, yep, for my nephew. Um, but it's not really just for King. That's why on our page it says like make him a crowded and then it says like more than a concert because it's mm. not just for King. Right. It's not just like 
it's not a worship night. I actually need to go on Eventbrite because I was reading that today. I was like, but that's not true. It's not a worship night because it like it's it's like it, it is a concert. But how did it come about? So we um we my family and friends have just been so supportive throughout this season. King's program, um, his treatment costs about fifty eight hundred dollars a month. Wow. And I work two ministry positions. Right. So I definitely don't even make fifty eight hundred dollars a month, let alone an extra $5,800 a month to pay for him to be there. And so when God kind of told me that this was the program that we were going with, um, he started providing from day one. Um, My parents, they were like, okay, we're going to have to get creative here because you're going to be doing fundraisers and inviting people to support King. And it's not just going to be um, like you having one-on-one meetings. And so um, I had some friends out in Pinyan put on an awesome chicken barbecue for King at the beginning of the summer wow. to help pay for a month of his treatment. And then even this past Saturday, somebody put on a pancake breakfast and they are awesome. They were rock stars. They did a pancake breakfast and a silent auction and that raised enough for another month of treatment. But I was like, I need to like raise enough for him to be there. And then we could be done. Like, I was like, Oh Lord, like, what is that going to be? And I was like, I don't even know if that's even true, but I also just want it to be something that like King loves and he cares. Mm. About. He, um, he's passionate about. And I was like, also just not about food. Cause like King loves food. So the yeah. barbecue chicken dinner, the pancake breakfast, right on, like right on Mark, exactly right. what King does. Um, but like, exactly what King loves, but like, what is something that like he can't live without? And it's music. Mm. Kid loves music and he loves to worship. Um, I was going through my phone and through some text messages and things. And I, the number one picture that people either send me of my child is them wrestling him or him on his face in worship. Like those were the two photos. And so him being a teenage boy and him worshiping the Lord. And so I was like, um, Lord, please just open some doors for us to be able to put on a benefit concert for him. And so I took that to my really good friend, Dylan Grotch, and um, he helps lead a ministry here in Rochester called Like No Other. Mm -hmm. The heart of Like No Other is to go into different places and combat that club culture. They want to set up worship nights in disguise, kind of like we're we're at the bar that we're renting out. We're at um, a wedding event venue. We're downtown Rochester and they're just worshiping the Lord um, and he's bringing the gospel and it's amazing. And so he loves King. Their whole like no other team loves King, and they were like, "We want to do this with you." So we had them their their willingness to be the um, house band for the concert, and then we started just kind of hitting the pavement of who do we want to invite to headline this thing, and how do we even want to do this? And so um, I called Pastor David Ham, who is a mm-hmm. really good friend of mine. He is pastor of soul cry church down in new york city um and just a really good friend he's known me and since i've gotten king or i guess he since before i've even brought king came into my life and he's loved king and he's mentored him and just been a great influence in his life and so i called him and i was like david i need you to pray about this he's like wait crystal that's a genius idea Mm. and so um he's like i know this artist would you be willing to talk to his manager? And so that was Ryan Horton. Um, and then Ryan Horton heard King's story and he felt pretty passionately that he had to come also. So Ryan, wow. Ryan was on board. And then um, I had been reaching out to different artists, but we were looking for one that King had a connection with 
through their music. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had thought about like Brandon Lake because he loves Brandon Lake. Like right. talking to Jesus is I have a recording on my phone of King singing talking to Jesus while he's in the shower. Yeah. And I'm like, sobbing outside the door because <laughs> he's like giving his life to Jesus. And yeah. Um, but then somebody had brought up Marianne George and uh, his love for the song. She has an album called Not Just Stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, there's a song on there called Journey. And it just like paints this beautiful picture of really this last season for King. It, um, and I'm going to get emotional, but I'm not going to get emotional. We can hold together. And it was just like so God timed. So I messaged her manager one thing led to another and we were on the phone for like two hours just talking about how, um, talking about King and she was talking about how her, her passion and her heart for mental health and wow. um, background and trauma and therapy and, and counseling. And so she was like, I need to be there. She's like, even if no one else is coming and it's just us worshiping the Lord and wow. setting this generation before the Lord, believing for freedom from anxiety, from depression, from behavioral issues. Yeah. Um, and so the reason why we say that it's like, not just about King, it's also not just like, it's not just like, we're going to kind of talk about God. Like we're going to sit this generation before the Lord, because there are so many kids struggling with mental health issues and Absolutely. it's manifesting in behavioral issues. Like parents, like if there's any parents listening to this and you think that your kid is just acting out, it's like so much more than that. Like, mm. um, that, that behavior is a probably a big warning sign of, um, some anxiety or some other thing that's just going on inside that they don't know how to express other than these outbursts, other yeah. than behavioral things. And I feel like I learned that the the hard way because I'm very stern. So I'm not judging anybody when I say that I'm like, yeah. very much okay, King, stop this. And let's just keep going and like, be okay. And, but it wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't what he needed. He needed me to be like, okay, King, what's actually happening? Not like, why are you freaking out right now? Uh, but like, what is actually happening? And so it was, um, so yeah, we thought of it. We started moving on things. We got Ryan, we got Marianne, George, and with all three and David Ham and all of us just with our heads and hearts together, united, believing that God is going to use this night to like further the kingdom of God, like just set people free, just um, all the crazy things. And our location could not be nailed down if we tried any harder. And so finally we had, um, some really good friends, pastor come forward and he's like, have it at my church Mm. here in Penfield. And so, um, so we are, we're going to be having a covenant, new covenant church in Penfield and we're all going to come together. And, um, the whole title of it, of Make Heaven Crowded, kind of came from just the thing that I, every morning before King gets on the bus, we do I am statements or Mm -hmm. uh, the things that we believe that we are in the eyes of Christ. And I always told King, I said, King, even if you don't believe these things, like God has already placed this call in your life and there's a call in your life that you are going to make heaven crowded. Like you are going to fill heaven with so many people because of what God is going to do through your life. And we're not just like saving King's life by like being able to provide for him to go to this treatment. Like there will be a generational, like there will be a generational effect that happens because of this. Like, and so I'm excited. 
I'm excited. I'm excited. It's gonna be it's gonna be nuts. Where there's like super cool giveaways and stuff that's happening, but like I don't care about those far as much as I care about the fact that like God's like wildly doing all the things. And right. so, um, this week our event coordinator she's like, "Hey, our tickets are on sale this week, like on a super sale." And I was like, "That is awesome." So I don't mm-hmm. know when the podcast goes out. So if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, you should get yeah. them. Um, and if you know King, come and support. But like, if you you don't have to know King to come to this. Like right. this night is like, come it with someone in your heart and on your mind, like, and pray for them. Yeah. Or just awesome. come to the concert and have fun. Like, awesome. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be so cool. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I know Abby and I um, are gonna do our best to to make it. If not, like, we want to. We're gonna support. You know, if, it, if somebody can't afford to go, we want to send it, um, yeah. you know, anything. Cause, uh, uh, it's, I, you know, I just, I love like no other, I love the, what they're doing, the ministry there. I love you love King. Um, and just love the heartbeat behind it all. So it's like, it's just awesome. Um, that's really cool. What's happening. That was a super um, long way of me saying it. So if you can make it shorter do, but like, I really love you guys. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for even letting me talk about it today. Oh, of I was, course. When I was preaching last week at Charles Finney, they're like, do you want to make an announcement about this? I'm like, nah, I got to focus on the gospel. Like, mm. yes, this, this whole event is going to be like wrapped in the gospel. It's like all of it's the gospel. But like, um, as I'm going back into speaking and things over the next few weeks, I'm like, I don't know if I can share about it because it has been like this thing that was so close to my heart. But now it's happening. It's happening in like three weeks. So yeah. I'm like, I have to tell people like, yeah, that's awesome. that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh well, we'll have links to it in the description. Um, we're, we're definitely going to be releasing this earlier than normal podcasts. Um, and uh, yeah, there'll be links in the description to buy the tickets and then um, links to your account, like no others and everybody that's going to be a part of it. Uh, because I definitely know, even if three people listen to this, that's three people that are going to hear the story and that's, it's going to yeah. be powerful. And so I'm really excited uh, for you and, and everything that's happening. Yeah, I love that so much. The idea of um this whole night is like I told myself, I'm like, Lord, I just want to drop these ticket prices. That's why I was like, Allie, just drop them this week. Mm. Because I don't want people to not come because they don't have the funds to do it. Like yeah. DM us, like I will pay for your ticket. I know that that's backwards and that's defeating the purpose of the event. But like the heart of it is not to like keep anyone out of the doors. Like the doors are wide open. Like come on yeah. in, welcome home. Like we want you there. So if there's something keeping you from going, feel free to DM us. Um, we've been believing for sponsors to come forward and... Mm. Um, sponsor the event so that we can literally, I want it to be free. Like I wish somebody would be like, Hey, here's $20,000 to pay for King's treatment. Let people in the doors. Like I, I'm like the lower, I'm like, I'm very close to being like, let's just make these things free. Cause I, I just don't want anyone to miss this. I don't yeah. like, this is going to be so stinking good. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited. I can't wait. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, anything else you want to say about it or anything else you, you got, you know, on your heart right now and we can just bring this to a close. I want actually give, give your Instagram handle, give the, like, uh, give all the things that people can give find all the it because sometimes people don't look, sometimes people don't look I definitely, I definitely want to pray for people before I leave because, Absolutely. 
Um, if you can't make it and the most that you get as close as you get to make heaven crowded is like hearing my voice on this podcast, I want you to be prayed for. I want you to know that there are like, I am believing for healing in your life, whether that's with anxiety, whether that's depression, whether that's with addiction, like, um, mental health health is something that has been so stigmatized and actually Mm. really like overworked and overused in our culture that we are like, we're just labeling everything as this, but like, you're like actually wanting to be set free today. You're listening and you're like, I have a friend or a family member that needs to be set free from these things. And, um, I want to pray for you, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram at aunt crystal underscore, I believe I'm going to look. (laughs) and you can find information about the benefit concert in my bio, but you can also, yes, it is. It's at on crystal underscore. Um, you can also like follow our at make heaven crowded page. Um, and it's make heaven crowded 2023. Um, and then right there in our bio, you can buy tickets. You can buy, uh, you can give to Kings go fund me if you can't make it. Um, you can check out Marianne George and Ryan Horton. We're going to be doing some more lives with them before the event, Pastor David Ham. And so like, just super excited for all that is coming. So that's how you reach us. But I really want to pray for y'all before we leave. Um, this hour has gone so fast. I know. Yeah. It's a little less than an hour, but I, cause you know, it works. It worked. Yeah. Yeah. But man, it's, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited for it. And I'm going to let you pray because you, you got a prayer, you, you know, you got a voice for prayer. You got the heart of prayer, the heartbeat of what that is, um, being God's daughter, you know, and mm, I, I love, love that. It. And, uh, but yeah, man, I, we're actually going to have David Ham on here in like a month or so. So it's lined wow. up. So, uh, that is so fun. I love uncle David. He's like yeah. really my favorite. Yeah, he's amazing. So um, I didn't know he was a part of it. So that's exciting. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, um, I had been forgetting to add him to our website and different things, but he is so, he has been, um, he's been a huge, huge, huge support and like, um, and believing for this event and believing for all that God is just kind of doing in and through King. He has always believed in him. Um, and so I'm super excited to have him there. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. And I want to pray Proverbs 11, verse 14 over you guys. Um, I love reading whole like pieces of scripture, not just like picking and choosing things. Um, but this verse is so good. And it talks about just having a counselor. It talks about being surrounded um, by people who can counsel you. And so in Proverbs eleven fourteen, it says this, where there is no counsel, the people fall, but where there's a multitude of counselors, there is safety. Mm. Um, I just believe that like, if you are, if you feel like alone or yeah, loneliness was like the thing that I was praying about before we came on this. And like, um, how sometimes like the world tells us we're alone. And even when we're a crowd of people, you feel so lonely. Um, I wanted to just encourage you guys like to get, like to reach out to someone who you consider safe and wise counsel. Um, I also want to always encourage, I'm like, people don't understand how much they need a good Christian counselor Mm -hmm. um, to like talk through and to process things because like, um, 
I don't believe that it should be like separated. I don't feel like we need like a therapist who just knows all of the world. I don't feel like we need a therapist who just ignores all of the world. I feel like we need a therapist who understands this is this broken and fallen world, but we have a redeeming and loving God. And so um, I want to encourage you to just reach out and get the help that you need um, and find that person to talk to, whether that's in your church, whether that's in your community, whether that's your mom, dad, brother, cousin, neighbor. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm just going to speak that verse again, and I'm going to pray. It says, um, where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. And so, Jesus, I just pray right now over whoever is listening to this, Lord, that you would bless them, that you would keep them, that you would remind them that you are our great counselor, Lord, that you've sent um, many to them and for them, Lord God, that you would remind them of how loved and cared for they are, not because they they did anything, Lord, but because they are, because they get to be your daughter and your son, Lord God. Father, I pray for all the kings in this world, all all the kiddos who've just had the hardest upbringing, Lord, that has experienced mass amounts of trauma, of hurt, of anxiety, of of even depression at times, Lord God. I pray for them right now, and I ask that you would surround them, Jesus, with just your unfailing love and peace, Lord. I pray that you would show them how much you love them, that you would remind them of how, how near you are to them, Lord, even in this world where they they feel like they they're all alone and they're they're in it alone and no one cares about them lord would you remind them that they are cared for that they are seen that they are loved yes, that they've been they've been bought and paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ and that there is nothing that will keep you from them nor yes, them from you lord god that there's there that it's neither hell no he- nor heaven no angels nor demons like there's nothing it says in the word of god that there's nothing that can separate you from the love of jesus and Amen. so god I ask that your love which yes, is like spread forth in their homes right now and their cars and on the treadmill, wherever they're listening to this at Lord, that you would just speak to their hearts and that you would remind them that they are loved, that they are seen and that they are forgiven Lord. Yeah. Yes, Jesus. God, where guilt has just overcome and overwhelmed them Lord, where shame mm. has just completely clouded their, their beliefs and who they are Lord. I pray right now that you would break shame off in the name of Jesus, that yes, you would Lord. break guilt off in the name of Jesus that they would find forgiveness in you and all that you've declared for them, Lord. I ask that you would cover them in your mercy, Lord, and remind them of your grace, Jesus. We thank you for your power and your presence and the way that you have just been with us in this time. I thank you just for a time to catch up with Josiah, Lord. I thank Mm. you that we we, that he let me share about my life and that I got to get to know his puppy a little better. And, um, Lord, I pray that you would bless him and Abigail and just cover them. Lord Jesus. I pray all this in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. What's your dog's name? Cuca. Cuca like the lake. Yep. Just like the lake. Or I was like to tell people, Oh, it's actually after the road in Penyan. It's Cuca road there just kidding oh also do like wait a second cuca <laughs> road right um i love that so much thank you so much josiah for having me here today absolutely it was uh my pleasure as they say at chick-fil-a Chick-fil-A. i was I, that actually makes me want chick-fil-a for dinner i know i i told alex seiler who you know the pimento cheese one i haven't tried it yet but i gotta try it See, but you have to try it first because I'm from the South. So if you oh. say really good, then I'll try it and I'll probably be okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I it's tried- fast food. 
See, Chick-fil-A is not fast food. It's the Lord's food. It's the Lord's fast food. It's the manna. It's the manna. <laughs> and I don't want any quail. <laughs> I'm just blowing more bubbles at you now. But I don't want them on my screen. Screen. All right, guys. I thought that was a good place to end our conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, guys, there was no pick and flick. Obviously, this is a bonus episode. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. This weekend, this Friday, we have Jeremy Johnson on the podcast. Make sure you tune in for that. It was an incredible conversation. He's the author of uh, of Declare War on Fear. Uh, I really enjoyed my conversation with Jeremy. So listen in on Friday. And I know you've been waiting for it. The moment where you can get $10 off your ticket purchase for Make Heaven Crowded happening on the 14th uh, of October. That, if you go and buy your ticket and you type the words in all caps, or the word in all caps, podcast, that'll get you $10 off your ticket. So go and do that now. And remember, if you follow Your Authentic Life Pod and Make Heaven Crowder, Crowder, not Crowder, (laughs) Sorry, Crowder. Um, Make Heaven Crowded 2023 on Instagram and then share uh, this episode or share uh, one of our posts. Um, we, I will get you, I will buy your ticket personally. So um, go and do that. You'll be entered in the contest. Uh, we'll announce the winner on this Friday. So you have all week. Uh, make sure that your Instagram is public and not private so we can see it. And yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in. Remember, code word podcast. <laughs>